I know, I know, I'm a creative writing podcast, but... Hear me out. Just because I talk about creative writing doesn't mean that I can't also talk about stocks. It is my podcast, after all. Plus, even though I'm not a professional, I still have experience due to investing for the past year and have also taken two accounting classes. So with that uh, acknowledged, please keep in mind that I'm no professional. I don't have a degree, so just listen to what I am sharing if you want to. I'm only going to be making these episodes every three months, so don't worry about taking it for a worry about it taking over the writing. This is just a bit of extra that I've wanted to start making episodes on and didn't want to create an entirely new podcast to do it. So just a brief explanation. I am recording video for the people wondering. So if you're on Spotify, YouTube, or Patreon, then you'll also be able to see the visuals as well. So let's get into a quick lesson before I show you my stocks. Now, when I turned 18, which was less than two months ago, I went to get myself a TFSA to start up for saving up for retirement, which for people who don't know stands for tax-free savings account. And it's the account that's used uh, that Canadians use. However, I don't know what it's called in America. However, most people call it a tax-free investment account due to it being able to buy and sell stocks without fear of getting taxed on any of it. I technically have three TFSAs, TFSA accounts, one on my main bank, which I don't use because apparently the management fees are too high and would be a waste compared to other uh, stocks on, on, compared to other sites. Um, and also, uh, after I created my TFSA, I showed the, I saw the, uh, portfolio items they were going to give me for the account. Um, and so I showed it my, to my accounting teacher and, uh, he was like, oh, these are horrible. This is what your main account were the main, and uh, he's, and I was like, yeah. And then he told me about Quest Trade, which he like stands by wholeheartedly. I tried asking his, him his thoughts on Wealth Simple, but he didn't. Re- he did. He just like was dead set on Quest Trade. Um, uh, and so we com- we compared management fees, and I was like, "Oh, this is the management fee for my bank, uh, which I'm not going to name." Um, and then he's like, "What?" That that's insanely high. And then he told me the management fees for the Quest Trade account. And so I decided to start a Quest Trade account. And then I looked at and listened to podcasts um, talking about the difference between Quest Trade and Wealth Simple, and what and what fits what you're looking for. Um, uh, and I found that I actually like the sound of Wealth Simple more because it actually like provides interest on things. But uh, I decided to stick with Quest Trade as well. So I created a Wealth Simple and Quest Trade account. So. Quest Trade, I didn't know, actually doesn't give interest until after we're, after I put in my initial investment. And my initial investment was $1,000, which is also apparently the amount needed to start a Quest Trade account. While well simple, the minimum is like $1. Uh, let's see. What was I saying? So I now have two TFSA ex- accounts, uh, and I will ta- get more into them um, uh, throughout this episode. Um, so another 
is Wealth Simple, which I put my monthly investments into for it to grow in interest. The last one is Quest Trade, which I use for stocks. There is no limit uh, to how many TFSA accounts you can have. However, there is a yearly contribution limit decided every year by the CRA, or Canadian Revenue Agency. If you go over that limit, then you'll be taxed 1% for every month based on the amount that you went over until you withdraw the extra con until you withdraw the extra amount. So if you contribute over by over contribute by $200, then every month you'll be taxed $2 uh, and yeah, contribute contribution limits do however carry over into the next year. So if you had $1000, sorry, I hit my mic. $1,000 remaining from last year and this year and the limit this year is 6,500, then your total limit this year would be 7,500. You can see how much space you have remaining on the CRA sites. Uh, however, they only update it twice a year. So it is recommended to keep track of your contributions yourself. Some people do this by either writing it down or keep creating a spreadsheet to keep track of it all. I use the spreadsheet option which I will gladly share with you all in just a few moments. A lot of people recommend maxing out your contribution limit. However, they fail to acknowledge that a majority of people cannot afford to do so. The way I'm doing it is by contributing 150 every month to Wealthsimple and contributing to Questrade whenever I want or to see or if I see a stock that I especially want to invest in. Questrade, unlike Wealthsimple, doesn't provide interest, so I don't invest in it as regularly. Oh, and I don't know if I had mentioned this yet, but opening multiple TFSA accounts doesn't mean that your contribution limit gets multiplied. It just all adds up together. So if you invest $100 in one TFSA and $100 in another, then your total contribution would be $200, meaning that your remaining contribution room is 6300 there are also many things that can be held in TFSA, from cash to stocks, NFTs, cryptos, bonds, GICs, and so much more. Though on Crestrade, the minimum investment to purchase a bond or GIC is $5,000. So best to just save up if you're planning on investing in it, and make sure to do your research. But what about the differences between RRSPs and TFSAs? Well, to start off, investing into a TFSA actually lowers the amount of taxes that you have to pay. So if you need to pay $500 in taxes, but also but invest $200 in your RRSP, then you'd only need to pay $300. Uh, however, unlike with a TFSA, an RRSP doesn't have a contribution limit. Well, sort of. Instead of having a set amount every year, it is instead decided by your income the previous year. So each person has their own unique limit. So if you made $3,000 last year, then you can contribute a maximum of 5400 Also, an RRSP can only hold cash to gain interest, while a TFSA holds anything. Lots of people use a TFSA to buy stuff like cars um, or as a vacation fund. However, I personally am using it towards retirement because I feel like that's the best option because like the amount of years just builds it up even more. Meanwhile, a car would only be like two, three years if you're lucky. Um, uh, so I prefer using it for retirement. 
Um, though I will share this piece of my financial life plan with you all. In a few years, I will also open and start investing in another TFSA, which I will be putting towards my future child. Basically, a few years before the child is born, I'll buy a GIC, preferably a five-year one, and invest it in it every month, like invest in the TFSA every month, preferably the same amount that I'm investing in now, which is $150 a month. Um, and that way, it'll pay for needs such as diapers and other baby-related necessities. Then, once the baby is born, I'll invest in a 17-year GIC, I won't tell the kid the plan that I have for them or how much money I'm saving for them. Then on their 17th birthday, I will show them how much money I've saved for them and tell them that they'll have a year to decide what they'd like to do with the money. Then on their 18th birthday, I will withdraw the cash and send it to them as a gift. Then they can decide to either put it in a TFSA or RSP, put it into their savings account, or just buy stuff with it. Hopefully not as much as the last one. That way, they'll get a good head start into adulthood and won't end up being financially re reliable on me or their father. And I will hopefully be inspired to be, and they will hopefully be inspired to do the same for their children. There's so much more that I wish to teach you all. However, that can be learned in either future episodes, like at the start of each episode, I will provide a quick lesson, then go into my stocks and progress. You can also look into other podcasts that focus on finance, just like search up stuff like finance or what you wish to know, like GICs or TFSAs. All right, now let's quickly change the frame. There we go. And show you guys what it got. So this is my Quest Trade account. This is what my total equity is with a few bit of cash remaining. Go over the trading. All right. So as you guys can see, my net deposits is 1,150. So let's like my initial $1,000 investment then a 150 afterwards. Um, and so, as you can see, it's not doing too great, that's for certain. That's primarily because we are in a recession, so you can't expect the stocks to be that good right now. However, if you've also noticed that the amount of equity is much lower than my net deposits, and that is because of the management fee. So, for the amount of stocks you buy, there's also a small amount of money that they take um, off as a management fee. And so what I'm planning on doing is just letting my stocks grow up to a certain amount. So like um, Vanguard, I'm planning to let it grow up to like 400 and then I'm going to sell it. Hydro Run, I'm not sure if I'm going to sell or not because it's just so promising. Like I'll show you guys the graph right now. Um, it's not as promising as waste management, but yeah, you can see that's going to be a steady gain. It doesn't look too bad. It gives out dividends, which I look for a lot. I want either cash or stock dividends, which like, pretty sure those are the only two dividends. But anyway, uh, and then I'm also invested in Vanguard, which I think I'm going to sell at around 200. But this one is especially promising. Like if you're looking at the video right now, you can see how large of a gro growth it was. And also, before I invested in it, I checked what this random pitfall was over here. And it's just because of a change in their regulations. So yeah, if you ever see like a sudden drop, just like 
look into the reason why and like if you see a stock that has a drop around the time of covid starting legit i do not even blame them for that i blame no companies for that when i see a drop during the start of the pandemic because like every single almost every single company i've seen a lot of companies that were basically not even affected and some companies that got better like netflix of course um and then i also have this one i'm not as confident about the clear weight energy one and i'm pretty sure you can see why it's just barely an improvement from their july of 2014 it looks like yeah um and so i'm just not as confident about this one once it hits a profit i am planning on selling it because i'm not as confident about it i have a bunch of other like natural solar energy um uh, stocks i'm invested in be um that i have set weight listed because this one i did not put enough research into or didn't like look into enough because i i regretted it several days after buying it oh yeah and also my first week of investing i gained like 30 dollars and now i'm at a loss um which is to be expected in the stock market especially during a recession but yeah, once this one's a profit and I can count on being able to make more money off it even after the management fee, I'm planning on selling it. And the reason why I actually want to invest in natural energy uh, sources is primarily because um, once we get rid of our, um, our non-renewable energies like fossil fuels, phosphorus, all that stuff, I think phosphorus is the correct word, lithium, all that stuff, then the basically those stocks are going to drop right down. So I'm planning on, I want to invest not only in uh, um, uh, renewable energy stocks because it's good for the environment, but I also want to invest in it because I know that that, um, that sort of establishment is going to grow several times over in the future, uh, long after the non-renewable sources are gone. Because once non-renewable sources are gone, the renewable sources will have to take over in their place. And also you can see it right here. Like not every single stock did worse at the start of COVID. For some reason, this one shot right up over the course of several months. Not even an entire year. I think that's like 10 months. It just went from $17 to $30 basically. Uh, yeah, so that are my stocks. And of course, you gotta invest in Vanguard, like, obviously. Uh, yeah, dividends are o over a dollar. I, I have only one stock in Vanguard, but, like, one is all you'll need in order to get your foot in the door. Like, you can see their growth, like, sure, when all the stocks are down, you can count on Vanguard being down too, but Vanguard... You can see in the graph, Vanguard's amazing. I'm talking like I've just been called out on being terrible at the stock market when in reality I'm just stuttering. All right, let's move on to Wealth Symbol. I could have sworn I just logged in. All right, let's log in again. This one. All right, so this is the Wealth Simple, the one that I invest 150 in every month. As you can see, I've got only in month two now because it turned 18 last month. Um, uh, and so as you can see, it's not a perfect 300. And that's because, like I've said multiple times throughout this episode already, we're in a recession, you can expect stuff to go down. 
Um, but nonetheless, when it's up, it's up. Uh, so yeah, I'm planning on investing uh, $150 every month uh, into this account. I don't recommend using the wealth symbol um, contribution room calculator uh, to keep track of your investments because it's far more confusing. Um, and also, if you just look right here, if I can scroll, um, even with my just total investment of $300, uh, when I turn 65, my this account will be at $6,900,000. So, yeah. let's see. I can actually show you guys uh, from this account. There it is. I can show you guys how much it's going to grow over the course of a few months. Uh, yeah, just select a random account, 150. Uh, just this once. No, uh, monthly. And so, as you can see on my screen, by the giant gain, uh, I will be just under 300k by the time I turn 65. And so, yeah. Um, con 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 compared, compared, is it come or com compared to other banks like RBC, for instance. Let's see, RBC, RBC, TFSA calculator because keep in mind rbc also has like um uh, what was i thinking of also has the high management fees meanwhile this one you just like pay to invest your money and that's basically it sort of there are some management fees here and there but it's not really much so let's see let's select ontario annual income I don't remember what my annual income. Let's just type in some random numbers. Contribution amount. So I'll be $1,000. Because in a few months I'm planning, like after I move to invest that $1,000 into it. But for now, I am sticking with the 150 until I'm able to invest another 1000 And I'll be 65 in 47 years. And so let's see. So yeah, it's it's pretty. It's a little bit higher. Oh, oh, was I looking at the wrong area? Oh, I was. Cool. All right, so it'll be a little bit over three thousand in fifteen. But also, you gotta keep in mind this one actually has the initial investment on it, so starting contribution amount. So it, it will actually, and if I was able to put the initial investment on this graph calculator then i'm confident it would be much higher uh but yeah and also there's also the instance where i invest more than 150 into it whenever like there's been a large amount of income and now let's actually move on to my budgeting sheet i know there's not much on it right now i forgot to add the may one did i you're april are you april why are you saying you're january you're not January. Aren't you April? No, you're May. Uh, I see. I must have selected day and then month, not month and then day. Okay. Yeah. You. There we go. That makes more sense. All right. So, as you guys can see, I have investment total of 1150 worth 1500 in Quest Trade. And that means my 
uh, day one total contributions would be 1,300 and then uh, month two will be 1,450, which I've set up as a calculator in order to equate. So this is the starting contribution. And then that's basically this minus this equals this. And then, and then this is this minus this equals this. I'm sorry to the audio listeners. So basically it's um, just going downwards. So the contribution room remaining declines while the co total contribution increases. So it keeps track of everything amazingly. It's really good. I highly recommend using both. Um, it might be a little difficult if you're going on quest trade and you don't really know much about stocks. Uh, I guess I could give some advice. Perhaps I should wait until next month to give advice. Although technically I did give advice because I said definitely invest in Vanguard. So yeah, let's go back real quick. Uh, oh yeah, and also dividends are coming out soon from Waste Management, which I recommend. Waste management is amazing stock. I know it says it's down 4.17 right now, but recession. <laughs> but yeah, I guess I've been saying recession enough times, so probably best to um, get back to ending the video now. All right, so, and that is my experience with the stock market so far. I hope you all enjoyed it, uh, though it won't be a monthly update. I do feel as though it would be nice to still update every quarter. So just map it out. So it's just like to map it out for you. The quarters are quarter one, January, February, March, quarter two, April, May, June, quarter three, July, August, September, and quarter four, October, November, December. So you'll be able to see a new episode based on my stocks updates sometime in those months per quarter. So that, which means that every few months you'll be able to see how I've progressed and if I've made any changes, as well as be taught a quick lesson and even potentially learn along with me. So how about we get to writing and get in that bag? Check out my novels Death Trail, Flame Rip, and Arctic Blaze on Amazon and Kobo, link in description. Check out the Crave Ryan Club Premium on Patreon and Spotify in the description. Check out the Crave Ryan Club Discord server in the description. Check out my personal Instagram at dark underscore night underscore wolves. And let's bring this financially rich meeting to an end.